0: If you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to Bidpixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink fosters and 4X beer.
1: Hey, Chris Mott, how are
0: you, mate? Good, Dave. How are you, mate?
1: Not bad, thank you. Uh... Let's talk about long-form copy and long-form videos in advertising. So Facebook, Instagram, advertising right now and why you should be doing it, but how you should be doing it for the best bang for and outcome. So long-form copywriting and long-form video work. Why, Mr. Moore?
0: I personally love long-form copy and I love long-form video. I'm a real... I'm a very much a research kind of person, you know, I see something that piques my interest and I want to learn, um, you know, as much as I can about it before I purchase it. So uh, I'm prepared to take the time to read a paragraph or two paragraphs and watch a, a video that goes for one or two minutes. Um, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, with a lot of people like the whole, you know, check out our cool product, hit our website now and buy it, you bang, know, bang 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 bang, 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 bang. you know, and it's which is, you know, and they both have their place. And I think it's funny, you know, because, you know, we talk about it a lot and a lot of other agencies and, you know, you know, Gary V and all these guys, they talk about, you know, you've got mere seconds to grab somebody's attention. Um, you know, so that's sort of, that's where that idea of just bang, 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 bang shop now has, you know, has evolved from, um, I think, you know, I've always traditionally used my long form copy uh, and longer form videos for, for nurturing, for middle of funnel and retargeting. You know, these are people who are already warm to the businesses and the brands that I'm trying to help they might have had the bang, bang. They might have seen the bang, 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 you know, and, and we, we definitely do that, um, you know, but there's, there's more chance of, you know, a stronger educational um, approach with the longer form copy and the longer form videos. Um, which so, is where I think they really succeed. With
1: so how, like I'm going to tip something in here. Your audience targeting is really critical for this as well, right? Like you're saying that you love long form and you love to consume long form copy and long form video work because you're a researcher, but you're not going to sit there and consume a long form video, a long form post about women's makeup are you
0: nope so you've got not. to
1: make sure your audience is relevant or you've already pre-qualified them with some brand awareness watch the previous episode because <laughs> we talk about cheaper cpms and shifting objections uh, sorry shifting objectives but you did mention their long form for middle of funnel now mm. it's a research it's an education and it's a motivation to use a longer form copy um, one thing that we've talked about in the agency a lot lately is the whole premise of if someone's genuinely interested in purchasing, they will want to make an informed decision, right? So mm. the bang, bang, bang video is going to get their attention in a top of funnel awareness campaign, but you've kind of also then highlighted them that they have a desire or you've highlighted them that they have a problem that needs solving and potentially you've made them aware, but they're also going to go and research your competitors as well now because you are the one that made them aware of it. A hundred percent. Long form copy I don't have a problem with right i'm the same as you i will research long form and read long form and watch longer videos if i'm genuinely interested in that product or service because i want to find out more i want to find out if it's the right fit for me and the right decision
0: yeah and i don't think it's you know it's singled out to to larger purchases either you know i, I like to think that it, it can work just as well for something that's worth ten dollars as something that's worth ten thousand dollars you know okay, and so- i think
1: Let's talk a few different industries, right? So a fishing lure, a thirty dollar fishing lure. I obviously love fishing and buy lures. Um, don't tell my wife. Um but a thirty dollar fishing lure, I want to read long form. I want to read about the, the diving depth that it gets to. I want to do some research and find out some testimonials about how that lure works, what species of fish it's going to work for, what you know, what usage is it. Do I use it for trolling on my boat? Do I use it for casting off a lake shore? Like you want to like it's a $30 lure and you buy multiples of them, but I don't want to waste my money on one that's not going to perform. Just like my wife, Casey, sits and watches all these long form makeup tutorials and videos because she wants to make an informed decision about what she's putting on her skin. Um, let's look at something coffee. Um, you, coffee aficionados, 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 Chianados. aficionados, coffee lovers will. <laughs> <laughs> Sample different coffees from different regions. Mm. We'll we'll learn to love an Ethiopian sort of high altitude coffee over a low altitude Colombian coffee. But they're going to start researching where that coffee's grown, what co op it was shipped through, you know, what side of the hill it was grown on, and if it was picked by virgins or not. Right? Like, yeah, they want to educate themselves. They want to educate themselves on a product, but you can't go in. Uh, Jay Abraham's got a really interesting saying about the twelve stages of intimacy. Um, you. And that goes everywhere from eye to body, walking down the street. If you look at someone's body and then you look eye to eye, then maybe you have the conversation and then maybe there's hand to hand, hand to body, and use your own imagination of where it gets to. But at any point of time, as Jay Abraham sort of teaches, if you skip more than two of those stages, it's an assault. Mm. If you go eye to body walking down the street and then tap them on the ass, it's assault. Mm. If you move it will progress too far through those stages of intimacy you're, it's a form of assault and it's just like the same in advertising so a long form video or a long form ad copy to the wrong audience i would see as a form of assault so i would see it as
0: wasted ad spend
1: <laughs> wasted ad spend right like if you wasted ad spend is a massive part of it like why bother putting out that educational motivational material to an audience who is not receptive to see, receiving it
0: yeah a hundred percent you know, and then you know you've got the traditional long form copies that you know I think everybody is familiar with you know before you go and spend ten thousand dollars on putting solar on the roof you know that's you expect to see you know a paragraph and then a video with you know that's that's two or three minutes long you know even if you've never even looked at getting solar you know there's there's a bit of a stigma around which industries can and can't use that long form copy, but I really think. Um, that it is best in all industries, you know, and, and especially at the moment too, you know, so getting back to the relevance of why I think long form copy and longer videos um, have the potential to work really well at the moment is, you know, yes, you've still got that, you know, mere milliseconds to grab somebody's attention, which is where, you know, you should be calling out the audiences and, you know, you've got that headline that just grabs somebody's attention. You've got the thumbnail for the video that's just like, what is this? And then a strong call to action immediately. It could be for a top of funnel uh, audience, but then you actually expand on that immediately. People, you know, have a lot more free time at the moment, you know, i very generalized um, with that. People are spending a lot more time on the internet, which means, you know, they've potentially got more time to consume more information immediately then you know they may have a few months ago about something you know they're thinking about other things um to occupy their time or occupy their kids time or you know maybe they want to do something with the house during this period or something you know you've got a chance to one bring the attention to somebody that now is thinking oh yeah okay i do have a pain point that i want answered i want solar for the house i've never really thought about it and as you mentioned, you know, you're the first person to bring that to somebody's attention. Now they're going to research that their, their, your competitors, which is just a natural human element, wouldn't you rather than go off and compare what they've just read in your long-term copy to your competitors rather than research your competitors? You know, it, it becomes more of a comparison. This so is what we do. Bang, 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 bang. A couple of paragraphs, a two-minute video. Now they've got an idea of what solar installation should look like for them and they're going to compare your competitors. There's a line of sand, right? Here's, there is 100. You set benchmark. a benchmark. Here's
1: the benchmark. Can you can you find better? Yeah. Um, so you're what you're saying there is a top of funnel long form text. Facebook allows three lines of text, right? If you're yep. calling out the audience, if you've got a strong call to action, you get there's two kinds of people that read advertising, right? There's the skimmer, and they might come back to it later, mm-hmm. or there's the the person that wants to make an informed decision and you can write long form ad copy to suit both of them, right? Yes. You can write it. The first three lines can get the skimmer's attention. The next 100 lines of a long form piece of copy can really educate and motivate the informed decision that you might get a purchase there or then, or you might put your brand in a, a really high regard. So when they do start researching other options, the original is the best right yeah and you, you
0: know you can structure your long form copy to suit that skimmer as well you know somebody who's got the, the attention span of a goldfish they just want to easily consume stuff they're not going to read two paragraphs but you can still put two paragraphs worth of text that they will read in bullet points you know cost price installation bang 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 bang, bang whatever it may be with a bit of a, a summary at the end of it you know you can boil um, four or five paragraphs down to just a list of bullet points that's still going to convey that information to that skimmer in a way that they can consume it.
1: So if you want to know some more information on exactly what Chris just said, get this book, The Ultimate Sales Letter by Dan Kennedy. So he talks exactly about that, right? And while you can't do headlines, bold headlines, call out boxes, that sort of stuff on your Facebook advertising, the landing page that they might click through, you can definitely do that or you can use dot points throughout the ad copy, or you can use the odd emoji. Don't go stacking emojis galore, mm-hmm. but use something to pinpoint so that that skimmer reads the sections and finds out more information. But the person that wants to be well-educated takes their time to consume all of the content. So mate, how would you design, let's talk about that exact instance where it's kind of top of funnel, it's going to appeal to long form, short form readers. How do you structure that ad copy? like literally
0: what's on line one literally just that you know it is it, line one is is calling out and asking a question of the audience you know so if we you know let's talk about a, a kid's toy shop you know um that first line of copy at this point in time for someone who's got kids age you know and you know what it's like you know age between two and five years old you know and I know for my son as well, he doesn't know what's going on at the moment. He knows something's going on. He knows he's not allowed to go to the playground. He, he, you know, he's, running, he's running a bit loopy. You know? So if we're looking at a kid's toy store, it's, you know, are you struggling to keep the kids entertained? You know, you're asking a question and you've also spoken into somebody's life in a matter of 10 words straight so away. The,
1: the audience targeting, we've made the beautiful world of we're only targeting people with kids anyway right So exactly yeah we're resonating with who they are straight away within the first 10 words now, are you struggling to entertain your kids at home mm. question mark
0: yeah and, and you know and if, if that's going to resonate with somebody will resonate immediately because it's a, a, a simple line you know 10 words is you'd be surprised how quickly your eyeballs can consume 10 words and mm.
1: then the the thumbnail of the video if you're using a video there the image can also collude with that first ten words yep. to get their attention fast. Yep. So then what do you put next? Well, three, so remembering we've got three lines.
0: So three lines of text. text. So the first one is you you know I would call out the audience with a question as well. So I want to call yep. them out and also sort of let them know that I understand their current situation. And then the second line is, you know, did you know that Company X, you know, or we specialize in Something like this. So, well, I've straight away positioned myself to, I I know what you're going through. One, we actually do something similar to this. And then the third line is, um, you know, this worked great for my kids. And then you've got the dot, 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 or see more. I'm going to
1: challenge you a little bit on that because I'm I'm very slow to sell, right? So I would almost not on the second line say, we are great, look what we've got. I would almost then, there comes a time and a place for that. But you also have to think about what they're, pain points and objections and all that sort of stuff. You know, you've kind of answered that. Now, are you struggling with a two-year-old? You know, activities for a two-year-old at home? Question mark. You've kind of hit two things there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What about when you're painting a picture? Like, what would it be like if you had something that entertained them for hours on the end?
0: Well, that's, maybe I probably misspoke. That's sort of what I was trying to get at. It's, I'm it's, back-peddling. I'm backpedaling now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> no, well, you know, that, and that's well. it's more about, you know, in the, I still want to uh, entertain the idea of somebody who's looking at this ad, especially in the top of funnel is only going to read those first three lines. So it's not necessarily a hard sell, it is I do want to be able to at least open the door for me to position myself as a potential solution to the awesome. above question.
1: Awesome, so how think about what whoever you are, whoever listening to this, uh, actually like, subscribe, share, comment, do all that sort of stuff now, but whoever you are listening, whether you're a tax accountant, selling kids toys, selling makeup, selling fishing lures, how can you write your first three lines of advertising, copywriting for exactly that. Call them out, get their attention, make them think, get a little micro yes out of them. So, the ones with the attention of a goldfish can go and click through and have a look. The ones that then want to read out more and inform themselves, you've got a lot more there for them. So, I had written on my notepad, um, instant experiences, tell our viewers how you could do all of this on a Facebook ad with an instant experience and what the benefit of that is, if there is any.
0: There is. I really like instant experiences and I think they're probably heavily underutilized these days because it's not the latest and greatest little fan-dangled device. The instant experience is effectively... Uh, a shift in the format of the ad uh, for mobile friendly, especially and usually Instagram um, is a strong one with this, that effectively allows you to build a little mini landing page.
1: Hey, can we within, stop there for a second? Yeah. Can we just lean, lean towards the window for a second. And I'm going to go this way. And our team is magically going to create an instant experience between us here. So you can kind of see. So I'm going to stay over here. You stay over there. And right. someone on Someone on our team's magically going to record an instant experience opening up as you continue to talk about it.
0: All right, cool. I like that. So this one here. Kind of, kind of here. Yeah, kind of there. Yeah. An
1: instant experience. So look, someone on the team, please make this happen. But, you know, clicking on an ad opens up an instant experience. Uh, Chris, I keep on talking. So.
0: Yeah, so, so basically, you know, it's, it's, it is like a mini landing page um, within Facebook ads, uh, and heavily designed around mobile-first creative, which we love um, and we think is definitely you know a very strong suit of Facebook ads. Um, what it allows you to do it is it allows the user to view a full-screen experience um, that you can put uh, headlines, you can put paragraphs of text in, you can put multiple images, you can actually have sliding carousels, you can have videos uh you can actually products you can have yeah you can have them as dynamic product sets as well that's more of a collection than an instant experience though um an instant experience is heavily customizable um the one really cool thing about it is is you know if you've got your brand guidelines for your your particular business and you know your color palette you know the color of your logo what colors you got on your logo you know the codes of those you can actually input those codes so that instant experience reflects you know, the different colored banners or different colored squares or colored text can actually reflect your exact branding guidelines. Um, So, it's like a little portable, you know, on-phone landing page website designed for your business that you can design yourself. Um, And it allows a lot more interaction. And what it actually allows is the user to spend more time on an ad than they might even spend on somebody's website. Um, So, you can you can show them products, you can show them reviews, you can show them videos, you can, you know, you can have as much or as little text or copywriting as you want. And then at the end of it all, you know, there's always that call to action, swipe well, up to hit the website. And, you know, it's
1: at the very end, you have the swipe up, but you can have, yeah. actions you can have
0: call to actions all the way through it. Exactly. Right. You know, and it's that's another long form that people don't probably generally think of, you know, when we, t- when we talk about long form, you know, most people's first thoughts are, you know, six hundred word essay on an ad. And you have to hit see more, and you just never get to the bottom of it. It's not about that. Long form is about getting people to spend more time engaging with your ad or your video or your content within Facebook Ads Manager.
1: Yeah, cool. All right, let's talk about the production quality. So, production quality in regards to the copywriting, you need to be somewhat persuasive, but you need to take that education and motivational stance, right? Like unfortunately like the whole coaching and course kind of thing has just gone gangbusters and every Mm. second ad you see on facebook now is someone trying to sell you a course and you'll notice in their long form copy it's always a rag to riches style story right like i was on the skin of my teeth and now (laughs) i'm a multi-millionaire like yeah that's kind of played out now and that way of that rag to riches story only works in certain industries and with certain credibility but make sure you think about how you're writing that and who your ideal customer is if you're appealing to a 35 year old mum with two kids under five at home right now make sure you're writing to appeal to them if you're mm. writing to um jay our coo who's currently out probably losing fishing lures as he fishes off <laughs> um jay you said you're going to be at work by 11 o'clock mate it's now 11:43. Um, write to appeal to Jay, right? He wants to find out more information. If you're writing to Chris here about the best guitar strings and why you should use guitar strings with Gore-Tex on them instead of not Gore-Tex. Did you know that was a thing? Gore-Tex, no. Gore-Tex, like what they do, like seam sealing in jackets. They use really? guitar strings. Yeah, Didn't look know that. it up.
0: There I you go. do. Um,
1: make sure you're writing to appeal to the person, but you've also got to write, with emotion or conviction if you do want the sale eventually, right? You can't just be wishy-washy in what you're writing. Otherwise, they won't be compelled to take the action. What about the production quality of the video? Do they need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on producing a high-quality video?
0: Oh, yes and no. There's a time and a place for it, I think. Um, and I'll probably just expand on what you are saying just with that long form copywriting to suit a particular audience that goes with your video content as well. You know, if you've got a, you know, a 35 year old mother of three boys and you know that she wants to consume a bit of information, but then you put a three minute video in front of her, she's not going to watch it, mm. you know, so also, you know, tailor your video content to your audiences as well, wherever possible, if you can. Yep. Um, I, I think the, the the production quality of videos is very subjective and there's a time and a place for all of it. I think, you know, gone are the days where, you know, you can just shoot something on your iPhone and like, Hey, look how authentic this is because that started to become a lot more unauthentic mm-hmm. as well. I think time and effort into your, into your videos, you know, and, and whether you're spending thousands of dollars on, having somebody come in and shoot some video content for you, or even if you just go and spend a thousand dollars on a really good digital camera and just lift the quality of, of the actual production that you've got. I think that's going to go a lot further. Um, and it does, you know, and you still, you still definitely want high quality video content. You know, you want to, um, you know, you don't just want to sort of off the cuff, with your scripting as well, you know, plan out your scripting, plan out what you're going to say in your videos and how you're going to say it and do multiple takes. And, you know, that kind of effort will eventually show through in the quality of the end result, I think. So it's not about spending 50 grand. It's about proving to your consumers, you know, through the end result that you've actually put the time and effort into tailor something to really speak to them.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So it's got to be high enough value and quality to get their attention, but also somewhat... You go too high quality, like TV commercial style quality, and you are just producing an ad, right? You're not producing a bit of social media content that happens to be promoted to get in front of the right people. So always think about how the production quality makes your brand, your product, and your service feel to the consumer, but also how can you make it relate to the consumer as well without going over their heads. Mm. Awesome. mate. do you want to add anything else to this? Long form copy, long form video?
0: Yeah, test. Test it everywhere. Short form, long form, test it side by side in as many different aspects of your campaign structures and your funnel as you possibly can. Because I think, you know, and we've definitely seen it over the years. Um, it can surprise you which ones perform and which ones don't.
1: It's funny, um, hey, because you don't, don't write the ad copy or don't produce your videos for what you want to have. Yeah. produce it for what the customer is going to work.
0: Yeah, well, you are not your end result.
1: Oh, and we see it time and time again, right? Like how many many times a week do you get a customer saying, I don't like this video or I don't like that ad copy or I don't like that image? And you're like, it's converting 10 times more than anything that you ever made or anything else, right? I've said it
0: in the past where I've actually said, I'm glad you don't like it because it means it's going to work.
1: And it does, right? (laughs) So don't always produce content thinking, that you're producing it for you. You've got to mm. test a measure and you've got to split test stuff and keep it within your brand message and your brand voice. But if something works well and truly above something else, run with that thing, baby, mm. because it's going to make you the money. And yep. it might not be exactly right. You might've stuttered, or you might've, you know, you might not like the color or you might not like one little bit of copywriting in it. But if it's outperforming anything else, there's a reason for that because it's appealing to your target audience.
0: Progress, so, not perfection. Thing.
1: Go with that thing, throw some more money at it and make sure you're making hay while the sun
0: shines. Yeah, I love it.
1: Awesome, Chris. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, Let's wrap this one up. Long-form copywriting and long-form videos, how to do it the right way to get in front of the right audiences, when to put it into their world, is it top of funnel, is it middle of funnel, and just some hints and tips on why you should and shouldn't do it. Um, That kind of all ties in. If you didn't watch our previous episode, we were talking about shifting objections and doing more top of funnel work while it's so cheap to advertise watch that episode first watch this episode and then you'll get a holistic overview of where we're at right now with the agency and how we're getting some quick wins for customers hmm. Chris Mott thank you mate thank you DJ we'll uh, talk again soon let's will do mate one. let's go find Jay and make sure he called us some
0: I'm going to text him I'm going to text him right now <laughs> right.
1: cheers Chris talk to you
0: thanks bye. mate bye